back to figuring out my crazy Amala. How's everybody doing? Uh, I apologize and didn't celebrate. Well, I did. I obviously did. I celebrated 420. That was yesterday. Oh, actually, I taped this a couple times yesterday, but it did not go well. Um, so I'm taping it again. So welcome to the podcast. How is everybody doing? So this is the first podcast of a series called, a series called Drugs. Apologize for stirring words. Um... And yeah, I just said drugs. And yeah, I'm not saying you should go do drugs. And yeah, I'm not saying you should not go do drugs. I'm saying that you should probably have the right information before you do any drug. That includes almost like if you go to a doctor, doctor usually tells you what the side effects are. But most illegal drugs, you never get to know the side effects. Unless you've done, or you are with somebody that's done the drug. So coming back to that, if you are doing drugs, please at least be smart enough to do it with somebody that's already done the drug or know the side effects of the drug, or really know where the drug is coming from, because since the drugs, the illegal drugs are not really kept to a standard, you could always have a drug that's laced with something else. By the way, if you are trying to search for drugs, look for very healthy drug dealers, if that make any sense, or take the drugs that your friends have already taken, because that way you know that they're fine, I'm not saying use your friends like guinea pigs and get them high. Nope. <laughs> but please do be careful if you do drugs. If you're doing drugs for the first time, try to do it in a space that you got actual space to just look around and walk around. Especially if you're doing any type of hallucinogen like drug, like acid or mushrooms. Sometimes ecstasy. I don't really know. Ecstasy's hit different. There's different types of pills. Um, there's different colors of pills. And most people who don't know about this, um, I gone through a very deep research into eggs because of course I'm interested in knowing and the knowledge of them so apparently there's different batches of um, molly and also ecstasy they have with different names from Facebook to Instagram to Iron Man to Superman to there's a lot I've seen a lot and now every single color is for a reason so there's red batches blue batches purple batches this is different batches including gray batches each color implies that it has more of a certain substance than other substance now usually people don't know this usually people don't care about this because the dealer don't tell them about this but it is important why is it important okay starters if you're a person like me that grew up taking a lot of different ADHD pills a lot of those pills are heavily dosed with a lot of things that could also fall into the meth or it could also fall into a different side of illegal substances that are really hard for the body. So when you decide later on to take ecstasy or if you're given ecstasy, some ecstasies will not hit you as it'll hit normal people because your body has already been submitted for two years and years and years of dosing it with maybe a big part of the substance in the ecstasy pill that you take it. So please be do like be careful if you're taking it. Be careful to know also the side effects. Be careful that if you do take a lot of ADHD pills since you're seven years old, to realize that maybe the ecstasy pill will not hit you as hard or will hit you at all. So if you're doing drugs in a festival, if you're doing drugs in general on a Friday night or Saturday night or for a party, make sure you at least have one person in the group that knows that you did drugs. And also, make sure that, that person is sober. There should be at least one sober person in the group to be able to keep everybody else in line. What I mean by that is, you never know which of all of y'all is gonna trip. You never know if you're the one who's gonna trip out. And there's nothing worse than a bad trip and a person that can't save you from a bad trip. 
So, um, drugs. Talk about drugs. Now, I already said I am from, well, I've been in and I live in my home is in San Francisco. But San Francisco and California, as some of the states in the United States of America, it's legal to buy weed. Now, for me, weed is a different conversation. For me, weed is not a drug, it's medicine. <laughs> That's all that San Francisco thing to say. So, I'll just recommend if you want to talk about weed and their possible benefits, talk to Bokis. If you're in CCA, you know Bokis. Just talk to her, you'll know. <laughs> um, other than that, what can I say? So, usually how it works is, see, the marijuana drug is split in two, THC, which is what makes you high, and then there's CBD, which is what doctors have been using to help people with anxiety, people that have ADHD, people that have also had chronic pain, it also uses it to help people that are going through very intense, um, medical trials such as i don't know maybe even cancer some cancers is good it helps you with the nausea it helps you with the pain also a lot of gym people like if you're a high intensity performer high intensity trainer you are told that you could use cbd because it helps you with the joint pains it helps you with the muscle pains it helps you just in general the next day after you do train or even the same day you're training um, so, I don't really see marijuana as a drug. I see it more as a recreational use that you can use if you want to. Um, also, it's something that just, it's a hot minute. Personally, just to sleep. I have a lot of insomnia. A lot of anxiety. So, most of the time what I do is I do use a pen. The pen usually does not really get me high. The pen just takes away my anxiety during the day. It makes me able to have a regular conversation without overthinking throughout the day. It makes me less tired. The same situation goes around for when I go to night. Uh, when it's night, obviously, it's also another part that we should talk about, which is there's sativa and there's indica. Sativa is known to be a more of a day drug. And then indica is known more to be in the couch, meaning indica more of a sleepy type of weed. So it will make you try to go to sleep, make your body really tired, and it helps you in case you do have insomnia. Now, I'm not saying that you can become addicted to marijuana. You really can't. It's really hard. And you can never overdose the marijuana. Like, the worst that can happen is you fall asleep. Not gonna lie, happened in more than one class. <laughs> Just kidding. Am I though? Am I really kidding though? Well, coming back to the topic. Now, talk about different drugs. I will make podcasts specifically for different drugs. I will make a podcast of opioid crisis in the United States. I will also make a podcast of something called Narcon. So Narcon now. Narcon is supposed to be a drug that helps people that are overdosing. What it does is it gives you a very huge hit of oxygen that goes straight to your brain. Because when you're overdosing most of the time, your brain is lacking oxygen. And your body's shutting down. Okay? So it's very important to know that you got Narcon if you're in the United States of America and you're doing drugs and you did not really go through the process of researching it. Now, let's talk about drugs, okay? So, we already said that mollies and ecstasies all come in different colors and different batches and with different names. And they all include different differentiations of what they do. So yeah, please do talk to me dealer when you're asking about types of ecstasies and mollies. Now, acid. Acids come also in a different shape and form. 
Acid can come in gel, acid can come in a paper, acid can come in just liquid. Now acid is a little bit more dangerous. If you do touch the paper that has acid with your fingertips, it will be absorbed by your pores and you will get high even though you don't want to get high because you touched it. <laughs> it's very susceptible of going through your pores. And it's a drug that lasts 11 hours. It can last from 8 to 11 hours and it's supposed to be a hallucinogen. Now, it depends on how much you take. There's been actual documented, like, documented um, tests that say that microdosing acid actually helps a lot. And it helps certain type of people. No doubt. I'm not saying go microdose. I'm not. Even though it could be a good idea. But it's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is you should know what, they, what happens if you touch certain drugs and stuff. So if you do touch it, you could get high. Like contact high. No, that's a problem. If you don't desire to roll, because it is hard. Because if you start taking or you accidentally touch that at 8 p.m., you won't be sleeping until 8 a.m. And that's a long time. And your mind might be tired, but your body will be awake. So it's a terrible feeling if you're not ready for it. Now, another thing you should also know about acid is the fact that there's no way of actually dumbing it down. Now, when you take acid, there's different types of high. There's different acids for different types of high. There's specific ones for music and audio high, as well as they're more for touching. There's more that interact more with lights. How does this work? Really honestly, in acid-wise, I haven't gone really that deep. I could, though. I'd be down to talk to some people, which is very interesting. Um, because specifically, they don't really tell you about the differences. Also, I feel it's also something that happens in the body. Now, for another different type of drug, mushrooms, or shrooms, or shrooms. <laughs> now, shrooms, shrooms usually take eight hours. I would recommend that when you do shrooms, do it outside. Do it in a place that you got space and things outside are living and alive. Why? The thing about shrooms that trip you out, the truth is, is that when it really hits you and you took a little bit more than you should, things start coming alive. That includes mobile things that in real life do not have a life. So a pen could actually start talking to you. I'm not saying it might, I'd say it could. Had experiences of sweater becoming, I've had experiences of sweater becoming bears and eating people, even though they weren't really bears and they really weren't eating people. They were just, you know, keeping them warm. And it was a sad moment and I did start crying because it I know what was real in that. And it was intense. <laughs> and I can recommend to do it outside. Do it outside with your friends. Try to go hiking. Try to go somewhere. Um, drugs are good to do physical activities with. I would say I would recommend acid and mushrooms. I'm not recommending drugs though. <laughs> like if you do or doing one and you're going on a long hike or an adventure, it'd be cool. Always remind yourself, keep one person sober. Do take a lot of water and do take a lot of food. Do take a backpack that could cover everything that could happen if that situation happens. What I mean that is, before you roll, before you trip, before you eat the mushroom with that bit, please do consider taking a healthy care package of a backpack before you do anything and pack it well, pack it good, make sure you got band-aids, make sure you got everything you need, make sure you got painkillers, because you never know what could happen 
Make sure you got a sober person. Try to find someone you like that could be sober <laughs> and is down to just take you around. Um, and then just make sure you're doing it right. Keep yourself hydrated. I say this in every podcast. I mean it most in this one. Keep yourself hydrated. <laughs> now, it's also going to do some art stuff in case you want to. It expresses a lot of feelings. Usually people say that acid is a spiritual trip because most of the time you're with yourself and only yourself. Some people tend to not talk. I specifically did not talk at all. I just considered myself one with nature, like to listen to what's going on around me, got on top of a log and just laid there for hours, actually, <laughs> just looking at the sky, uh, being surrounded by trees and having a river underneath. It was really fucking nice, not gonna lie, but not recommending to do it just because you want to do it. I'm recommending to do it in case you're doing it with a big group. I'm not recommending to you to do illegal drugs. Not the type of person. Don't do illegal drugs. Um... I did tell a friend of mine, and this is something that goes for everybody, and I said it multiple times in the podcast. I told my friend as soon as she got to San Francisco, if you're doing a drug before you do the drug, text me, call me, or tell me. Now this bitch, <laughs> she decided she was not going to tell me nothing, and she went to Civic Center. Now if you are living in San Francisco, you know the Civic Center looks like an episode of The Walking Dead in a normal day. And you're not even in drugs and it looks catchy as F. And you just really don't want to be there. Now, she decided to do shrooms and walk in that area as the shrooms were hitting her. So it was, she was led as in an episode of Walking Dead. So she started crying. A friend of hers called me. And he was like, what do I do? And I was like, you do nothing. So I got to, I had to just recover this bitch from the nowhere. Um... Because usually when people start tripping out, it's really hard to get them out. But if you've done the drug and you've seen how people react to it and you've seen how to actually take them out, it's easier. So since we was in shrooms, it was easier for me to figure out how to get her off that ride. So what I did was I was with another friend. I got my friend of me a onesie. I was in a damn fucking Winnie the Pooh onesie and my friend was in a fucking panda onesie. And it wasn't even Halloween. We weren't even close to Halloween. And then I took a, a order Uber, and then I got to where she was at, and then I walked the streets of San Francisco. <laughs> then again, I feel like that's normal in San Francisco. And I picked her up, she started laughing, she stopped crying, it was good. Back to that, how to stop rolling situation. Then I took her home, and I told her several times while she was crying, why are you such a dumbass? But then again, she sobered up, we got her food, we got her um, water, and she cried out, whatever she had to cry out. And she actually felt better the next day. Um, sometimes it, it is. It does become a spiritual experience. Sometimes you do tap into memories or feelings that you've been trying to hide or you've been trying not to actually be involved with. But it's interesting um, how it works for everybody. Try to do things safely. Please. 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 And let's remind ourselves, I'm not telling you to do drugs. This is not a do drugs, kids. No. It's a, I feel that it, as a human, you should be allowed to have this information in case somebody offers you something, in case you start feeling weird and you really don't know what it is to remind yourself of the side effects of every drug. Please investigate. 
The last thing you want is being in a club, somebody drugs you, you really don't know what's happening. You really don't know what you should do. So please be sure you know what happens in every drug. Be sure to be safe when you go out. Well, when this quarantine's over, right? Nowadays, really hard for you to get drugged if you're in your own home. Unless you live with me, it's really fucking easy. But then again, try to make sure you know, know what to do when someone's overdosing. In San Francisco, there's codes for things. I think there was like special angel or sparkling angel. Sometimes you go to a bar, you can go to a bartender. Please try to research that in your country. Research the special words and phrases for your country or the country you're going to visit in case you get drugged. The bartenders have a code and they will ask for a cab, put you in the cab and send you home. They will also protect you from whoever drugged you. They will call security and keep you safe. Make sure there's nobody around you trying to kidnap you or take advantage of you. They will get you in a cab and they'll send you home. At the same time, this is why it's important for you to know that Narcan exists. Narcan is the name of the product in the United States of America. Then again, I really don't know what the name is here in America. I will research this further. I will try to find the name in different countries, including Colombia, including Salvador, including, you know, because it's important for us to know. Why am I saying us? Because there's nothing harder than looking at an overdose. There's nothing harder and nothing that will change your life quicker than being in a situation when a person overdoses in front of you and you did nothing because you can't do nothing. So it's important to you to know that there's a situation that can save that. So for another episode, we'll talk further along about Narcan. For another episode, we'll talk further along about these drugs. But for now, this was supposed to be a 420 episode. It's... 421 of 2020. Now, I should probably post this 422 of 2020 because it's 422. Did it? Sorry. So I didn't even know that was fucking hilarious. But okay. So, reminder of the day be healthy, hydrate, try not to do drugs. And if you do drugs, investigate on them. Don't do something because you feel it's cool, you had no idea, and then. Life screws you over. So, meditate, move around, do something cool today, do something that makes you happy. Investigate upon the things that you really don't know. Go deeper into things that people really don't talk about. And make sure you're good. And have a good Tuesday. Woo!